so high right now. Anything's possible. Oh my mama! Oh my mama made it, ma! Anything's possible! Rain and Jay's back with the vengeance back. All the real Celtics fans in attendance. This the truth like 34. This like walking in the garden when you hear the roars. The crowd goes crazy. Most in-depth coverage on the daily. Mainly podcast royalty, the content kings. When you talking about the franchise with 17 rings. Focus like Danny at the deadline. Global with it, got a local feel like the red line, the blue line, the green line. Play it in between time. I'ma throw my C's jersey on in the meantime and press play. When the F's done, I can't wait until the next day. Trying to stay in tune with the C's, that's the best way. Melly. Hey there, welcome back to the Locked On Celtics podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I want to thank you for making this show part of your daily routine. Whatever it is that you're doing right now, listening to the show, watching the show on YouTube, thank you, especially to all the new subscribers to the the Locked On Celtics YouTube channel. So far, so good. Growing up to about 700 subscribers now, which after a month being on the uh, being on YouTube, that's that's great. And uh, hopefully it continues to grow. Thank you so much for subscribing to the YouTube channel. I'm John Corrales. I cover the Boston Celtics for Boston Sports Journal, and I am the author of the Boston Celtics All-Time All-Star, a book I'm holding up now on the YouTube channel that is now available for sale on johncorrales.com if you want a signed copy or if you want to go to like Amazon or Barnes & Noble or something like that and order one for, I think it's, what is it, $19.00? on Amazon, but $30 if you want a signed copy, uh, that's that's fine. Uh, also, if you've bought one, I'm, I'm working on maybe getting a P.O. box or something. You can send it to me. We can work something out for a signed copy, something that I'm, I'm, I'm kicking around. But picking the 12 Boston Celtics All-Stars from all time here in this book, buy a signed copy at johncorrales.com. All right, today is the Marcus Smart Show, and today's show is brought to you by Stat Hero. Stat Hero is the first ever daily fantasy sports book that gives the player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash locked on for 300% back on your first play. Good deal there. Marcus Smart. So I'm, I'm running through all of the players here. Uh, obviously, after Brad Stevens was named president of basketball operations, we had some questions. Questions about Brad, questions about the hiring process, all things that are covered. If you if you scroll back on the YouTube channel or scroll back, scroll back through your podcast feed, I've covered a lot of the things uh, in connection with the hiring of Brad Stevens and what he might be looking at, the biggest challenges that he faced. Uh, Kemba Walker is, is obviously a big one. Uh, Marcus Smart is another huge one. Yesterday, I talked about Aaron Neesmith and, and Romeo Langford and how they're going to be super important. Marcus Smart is an interesting, I called it a conundrum when I wrote about it on Boston Sports Journal. And the reason Marcus Smart is a conundrum is that he offers so much in so many ways, but then in his, his deficits, his weaknesses are pretty glaring, right? And so I'm not sure where Marcus Smart sits with Brad Stevens, with his what his exact value to the franchise is. Now, a lot of people have been talking about Marcus Smart, especially this season. This was not his best season. When you look at his overall numbers, 13.1 points per game, that's a career high points per game, but 
He shot 39.8%, so just under 40%. He's only shot 40 more than 40% once. He shot 33% from three. That's not great. Uh, and he took just about six three-pointers, which is the second most of his career for a season. Now, granted, this was 48 games, and normally he plays more than that, uh, except for the injury. But last year, you know, 60 games. The year before, he played 80. Um, he he might have had time to, with more time, more rest, and all of that stuff, maybe his season would have gone a little bit differently. But here we are, right? His effective field goal percentage uh, just under 49%. It did not hit the 50% mark. Uh, it's only hit the 50% mark for one one season. And effective field goal percentage is uh, basically it adjusts to take into account three-point field goals are worth more. So it just it it kind of evens out the the number, you know, because you can say shooting percentage, the the effective field goal percentage and, and true shooting percentage, which involves free throws as well. Uh, just kind of flattens out all of that stuff and gives you a better idea of, of a person's shooting. So uh, Marcus, again, just not a great shooting season. That's the obvious spot where, where he struggles. But look, this season uh, really struggled with um, the injury. He strained the calf. He missed 17 games with a strained calf. That happened in December. So he had the short turnaround, which impacted everybody. You had an immediate injury. Then he comes back, and immediately when he comes back, uh, what, Tatum out with COVID. Uh, you come back to Kemba Walker having, uh, you know, still still working his way back. You come back to um, the, you know, Tristan Thompson had COVID. So just a lot of different moving parts here for Marcus Smart. I say... Uh, I called him a juggler in the Boston Sports Journal piece. And the way I put it was, it's hard to it's hard to criticize a person's penmanship when he's juggling, when he's signing his own name. That's, that's how I see Marcus Smart's season here. And I'm really, I'm really struggling to figure out how much of this is, is Celtics fans turning, not turning on Marcus Smart, but souring a little bit on Marcus Smart, or if this is a, um, a a vocal minority that just got louder, right? Sports talk radio, those guys generally don't know what they're talking about. There's a couple of shows that are, they're okay. Those guys are good. But generally, sports talk radio is, is just a bunch of guys who will just say the loudest, most obnoxious thing so they can, you know, get your attention, right? That that's all sports talk radio is. That I, and I'm thankful for that because that's a, this podcast exists and other podcasts exist to be a counterbalance to that. I get to tell you what's really happening, or at least how I see it as really happening, and be more balanced. And really, I think give you something other than yelling about Marcus Smart. Like this is a half hour talking about really what what does Marcus Smart really mean to the Celtics? Where is this going with Marcus Smart? Now, he is in the last year of his contract, and there's a decision to be made there. And I'll talk about that in the third section, what Brad Stevens is going to do with Marcus Smart. I'm saving that for the last section. But Smart, this season, I think, suffered from being asked to do too much. And another way I, I, I think of Marcus Smart is if you've ever seen those cans of the spray foam, you know, like if you've ever, if you've been a homeowner 
or or some like like you know you you find a little crack in the basement or a mouse gets in and you're looking for a place where did the mouse come in and you buy that spray foam you spray it in there and it expands out and it fills that gap that's Marcus Smart right there that's what Marcus Smart is to the Celtics they grab that can of spray foam Marcus Smart and oh Kemba Walker's down Psh, there you go there's we'll spray Marcus Smart into that oh Tristan Thompson's down Psh, we'll spray we'll spray Marcus Smart into that that's he plays all of these different roles for the Celtics. Do I need to guard a big? Do I need to guard the opposing team's point guard? Do I need to go out and guard Kevin Durant? What do I need to do? Do I need to play the three? Do I need to play the two? Do I need to play the one? What, what is it? Marcus Smart can fill the, the gap no matter what. And yeah, that little spray foam stuff, that gets messy too. It's not perfect. And that's Marcus Smart in a nutshell, really, that... It's not perfect, but man, he comes in handy in a lot of different ways. And that is extraordinarily valuable. Very obviously, he's the best defender on the team, and he's one of the best defenders in the league. And I put out there on social media, he didn't, the, the, the Defensive Player of the Year vote came out, and I tweeted out, hey, no votes for Marcus Smart. He didn't get a single vote for Defensive Player of the Year. He doesn't deserve a single vote for play, Defensive Player of the Year. He had a, a tough season. He missed too much time. He was asked to do too much. It was not a great season for Marcus Smart uh, on either end of the floor. It was, you know, I think not bad, I think, defensively. But he he had his struggles for sure. I, I put it out there just as a matter of fact. No votes for Marcus Smart. And I kind of left it there just to kind of see what the media, social media reaction would be. Kind of what I expected. Some people were like, oh, man, that's that's crap. And a couple of people were like almost upset that I seemed to insinuate that he deserved it. And that that's social media in a nutshell. I simply said no votes for Marcus Smart. And people start assuming that you mean something. And then they hammer you for it when I was just stating a fact. And that's exactly my point with Marcus Smart. And I'm thankful that these people made my point for me that. A lot of what Marcus Smart faces and a lot of the the blowback, at least that I see, is because I'm on social media a lot because Twitter is a way to disseminate my product. And people on Twitter, there's a segment of Twitter that's just, ugh. So I see that and I hear the sports talk radio talk and I think, man, there's a lot of people out there that don't like Marcus Smart. I, I think that there, there is generally more people, a lot more people that love Marcus Smart, that he's still kind of the cult hero type guy to a lot of Celtics fans, and that the, the people who don't like Marcus Smart are tucked away in the sports talk radio collar and the dark uh, corners of Twitter. Those types of folks are the ones that don't really like Marcus Smart. But where do we go from here? So I'm at, in the next segment, I'm going to look at Marcus Smart's biggest weakness is shooting and why he should actually shoot more three-pointers more three-pointers for Marcus Smart that's next I told you earlier about Stat Hero which uh, is sponsoring this show did you know that 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose that shouldn't be surprising the game is rigged against you you're playing against thousands of other lineups experts People have more tools, people that have all sorts of things at their disposal, you don't have a chance. Stat Hero is the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and with within reach of winning. This is how it works. Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. 
It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. It's kind of like blackjack for uh, daily fantasy sports. You name your stakes, winner take all, you have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you the lineups ahead of time, which no one else does. You are in total control. Stat Hero is daily fantasy sports the way it's meant to be. One on one. Play Stat Hero now. Change the odds. Like I said at the top of the show, go to stathero.com slash locked on. Sign up for free. And right now, you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Stathero.com slash locked on. Take some of those winnings from Stat Hero and go to Built Bar, which is the best tasting protein bar ever. I showed you, if anybody remembers, was watching last week, I had I had Built Bars that I would show you. I ate them all. They're gone. <laughs> I don't have any props left. I ate all my props because they're delicious. They have nine delicious flavors, just standard, like coconut, mint brownie, salted caramel, raspberry cherry, all of those. But they also have some special ones that go along uh, from time to time. And also right now, if you go to BuiltBar.com, they're giving away a travel cooler with every bar purchase. That's nice. you got to go to BuiltBar.com on a regular basis to see what kind of rewards and special flavors they're rolling out. But you can also just scroll over because they're not hiding anything on any of these bars. Scroll over the bar and you say, oh, peanut butter brownie sounds good. 180 calories, 19 grams of protein, 5 grams of sugar. Oh, this Cherry Barcia, 130 calories, 17 grams of protein, 4 grams of sugar. It's right there on the website. They're not going to hide a thing from you. Go check it out. They've got mixed boxes. You can build your own box. You can pick which one you want and just buy it in bulk, whichever. And you can go use the promo code LOCKED15. LOCKED15 is going to get you 15% off your next order. So make sure you use that. Stock up on the best tasting protein bar on the market. BuiltBar.com with the promo code LOCKED15. Have you subscribed to the Locked On Celtics podcast yet? You can wherever podcasts exist, and you can follow us on Spotify. Today on the road to the finals, our NBA playoffs coverage is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, which is only worth it if you enjoy it at 2.6 carbs, 95 calories. We can all enjoy the games a little bit more this season. And what about the Phoenix Suns rolling the... Denver Nuggets again in game two. They now hold a 2 nothing series lead. That is amazing. Uh, out West is just wide, wide open. It just makes you wonder which of these teams out West are going to be open for some sort of dealing and if the Celtics can get in on that dealing. Now, is Marcus Smart going to be part of that dealing? I'll cover that in the next segment with what Brad Stevens might do. But right now, I'm looking more at what what Marcus Smart can be with the Boston Celtics. And obviously, one of his his biggest weaknesses is shooting, right? He shot 33% from three this year. He shot 48% from two. So that's that's not bad. He he hit 110 two-pointers, 93 three-pointers. So obviously, he scored a lot more from three than he did from two. And... The point I want to make about Marcus Smart is I think the biggest criticism that people have uh, because it's his shooting, it's because that's what you see, right? If you're watching a game, 
you don't have to be rolling through game film. You don't have to have worked for the league. You don't have to have played professional basketball to sit there and say, the shot went in or the shot didn't go in. You watch a game, shot goes in, boom, that's good. Shot misses, da, that's bad. And Marcus Smart misses a lot more than he makes. That's just the Marcus Smart experience. My belief, and I think this is, this is I, the numbers bear this out, Marcus Smart is the exact type of guy that the analytics were made for. I think Marcus Smart is the exact type of player that needs to abide by the layups, threes, free throws. Layups, free throws, threes, actually, in that order. Marcus Smart can be a, a more efficient player by actually shooting more three-pointers. And the argument is that the, the worst shooters should actually be taking a majority of them, their shots from three because the threes are so valuable. That extra point is so valuable that I would rather have a guy shoot 33% from three and take 10 threes a game than have Marcus Smart shoot 50% from two. Because he's not going to take as many. He's going to he's going to take if he takes ten shots from two and hits half, he get he he scores ten points, right? If he takes ten shots from three and he he hits three and a half, that's right there. If he can get up to four, that's twelve points. But if he if he's going to take a bunch of shots and he's only hit fifty percent of his twos once. In his career, once, if he's not going to hit 50% of his twos, then start hitting those threes. And at 33%, you're going to be up over 10 per game, right? So just jack those threes and, and get the extra point whenever those shots fall. Get the layups, of course, right? Get the layups whenever you can. Run the pick and roll. And that's where Marcus Smart can really be. Uh, effective. We're talking about yesterday or day before that, uh, Kemba Walker and trading Kemba Walker and the the point guard situation. I think Marcus Smart can be the point guard behind Kemba Walker, right? Or or instead of Kemba Walker, I should say. If Marcus Smart's running pick and rolls with Robert Williams and throwing the lobs, he's the best passer on the team. Connect on those lobs, then you get into the restricted area. Sure, if you can shoot fifty percent of the restricted area, that's priority number one, right? If you can get to the free throw line, that's priority number two. Marcus Smart shoots 70, almost 78% for his career, shot 79% last season, shot over 80% the previous two. He's a good free throw shooter. So run those pick and rolls, get into the paint, get to the, get to the, the, the rim. Priority number one, priority number two, hit those free throws. Priority number three, the, the three-pointers. If you're going to be taking anything, any other shot, don't worry about the mid-range shot. Marcus Smart is banned from shooting mid-range shots. Either pass it, get all the way to the rim, or back it out. I'd rather see him take two dribbles back and shoot a three than pull up from the top of the key. You know, that's it's just going to be a more efficient shot. Um, bad shooters shooting more threes is actually going to be a more efficient way to score the points because... The extra point is extraordinarily valuable. And Marcus Smart, very few players hit from the mid-range at a, a enough of a rate, a high enough rate, where they can 
negate their, you know, the, the necessity for three pointers. You know, it, it's Kevin Durant. Like Kevin Durant, if he never takes a three, is fine because he shoots like freaking 60% from the mid-range. So Marcus Smart, I think, is obviously valuable on a defensive end. No one's gonna argue that he's not valuable on the defensive end. But to silence the critics, if he sticks around next year, running the point, getting to the rim, getting to the free throw line, three-pointers, follow that analytics rule to a T. And I'm okay with Marcus Smart shooting a bunch of three-pointers. Now, here's the, the, the one thing. As long as they're in rhythm and as long as they're within the flow of the offense, I'm good. We saw in the playoffs Marcus Smart taking fewer uh, heat checks. Smart's taking uh, more uh, in rhythm, flow of the offense type of threes. That's fine. Okay. If he ends up taking eight of those a game, fine. Early shot clock in transition off the dribble, that kind of stuff needs to go. That's, that's the only request I have of Marcus Smart. If you can just eliminate those off the dribble heat check type of things, it's going to happen from time to time. I'm not saying it's never going to happen, but I don't mind catch and shoot threes. I don't mind off the dribble in certain situations, pick and roll guys chasing over you and you pull up, that's fine. Uh, if a guy goes under a screen and you're there, wide open shot, fine, depending on when the shot clock is. And and that is is maybe the biggest criticism of Marcus Smart's shooting, the, the types of threes that he takes. If you just dial that back, I don't care if he takes eight threes a game. Uh, which you know he he's he's taken six point six last previous season six last season uh, you bump it up to seven bump it up to eight is fine fine just don't don't rush it don't force it that's it catch and shoot flow the offense let it fly I think the numbers will bear it out I think you'll see the numbers kind of prove that. Marcus can can be an effective enough shooter where it works out for for him. So that's my opinion. You're probably sitting here, one of you, plenty of you are sitting there like you moron, you idiot. <laughs> and and there are going to be people in the NBA that say that. There are going to be people in the NBA who agree with me. That's the thing with Marcus Smart. It's it, it's the, trying to find that line, that value, where, where does it sit with him? There's one person who knows the exact line, and that's Brad Stevens. And all of a sudden, Brad Stevens is in charge of Smart's future. Now that Stevens is president of basketball operations, I'm going to talk about what we'll know, the answer that we'll get from Brad Stevens next. Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. It's researched and developed for three years to be made for people, not patients. Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, pomegranate. Lucy also has a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, cherry, ice, citrus, and mint. Lucy lozenges and gums are 
FSA and HSA eligible, so you can use your FSA cards to purchase Lucy now. And it's convenient and discreet. Products can be enjoyed anywhere, on flights, at work, on the go, even at the gym. Now, I'm not a smoker. My, my dad was when, when I was growing up, and I would have loved to have had him uh, with one of these lozenges or some of the gum instead of smoking around the house. That would have made things smell a lot better for sure. But I think this is a great alternative to smoking. So it's 2021. Get rid of your cigarettes. Unplug your vape. Throw out your dip. Get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple and you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down. Lucy lozenges and gums are FSA and HSA eligible so you can spend pre-tax dollars on them. Locked on NBA Network listeners go to lucy.co and use promo code LOCKEDONNBA to get 20% off all products on your first order including gum or lozenges. That's lucy.co and use promo code LOCKEDONNBA at checkout. Also, I have to give this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co and be sure to use the promo code LOCKEDONNBA. Be sure to follow our social channels at LO Celtics on Twitter and at Locked On Celtics on Instagram. So by now you know that I I think Marcus Smart needs to stick around. I, I like Smart. I don't know if it's the former player in me that that believes in him so much. Um but I I would go to war with him every day because I know that guy's got my back. I know that guy has uh, is, is going to come out there and bust his ass. I know that he is looking to accomplish the same thing we're all looking to accomplish, which is win games. That's his number one priority. Now, that's a lot of people's priorities. And not every player is, is worth keeping around while trying to accomplish that. I get that. And so with Smart, it's, it's a question of... What's his true value to this franchise? Brad Stevens has coached Smart his entire seven years in the league. He knows every bit of how hard Smart works. He knows every last detail of Smart's uh, impact on the team, how he's received by the players, how he works with his coaches, all of that. He knows everything. More than you know, more than I know, for sure. He has the absolute dossier on Marcus Smart. So what Brad Stevens decides to do with Marcus Smart now suddenly answers all of our questions when it comes to what's his value to this team. Because his former coach is now the president of basketball operations. And if Brad Stevens decides to take any one of a number of roads, it will give us the insight that we're looking for. Marcus can sign an extension. The Celtics, Brad Stevens, can come up with an extension offer for Smart this summer and say, 
we value you. We value you to a point where we want to keep you. And so if Brad Stevens comes out and offers Smart an extension, then all of the haters out there are going to have to acknowledge that Smart has extraordinary value to this team. And all of the stuff that you're criticizing him for don't matter. Those things don't matter to the Celtics. The stuff that he does outweighs by a great margin the stuff that he doesn't do. They could just keep him and say, you know what? We're going to stick around. We're not going to trade you. We want to keep you. We'll talk about your, you know, your contract next year, which would say if they're, if they're not just shopping him around, that means that, Hey, we believe in you. We love you, trust you and all of that stuff. But let's get a sense of what the market is. Let's, let's see you work on a couple of these things. So that's the next tier down, right? That they say, look, we're not going to trade you. We're not just going to give you away, but we're not going to extend you either because maybe the shooting, maybe the injuries, because he has had a, you know, a few injuries, maybe the hot-headedness, he is known to pop off. If any of those things are still a concern, then they might just say, we're not going to trade you, but we'd like to see these improvements, and then we can talk contract next summer. Okay, fine. If they shop him around and they just say, Marcus Smart's available, he's on the market. Woj bomb drops, Celtics are, are shopping Marcus Smart in a deal. Then that's the other way, right? They're shopping him, they're done. Not done, done, but they're willing to just say, hey, what are you willing to give us for Marcus Smart? And if they they basically dump him for nothing, then the haters, the quote-unquote haters, are right. Then the people who have criticized him soundly, roundly, loudly, <laughs> have had a point. That's That proves them wrong, Pro- pro- proves them right, proves people like me wrong. Um, I would obviously be surprised if that's the case. I would be surprised if they just start shopping smart, but that's that's the option. And then there is the, hey, we were we didn't want to part with Marcus Smart, but Damian Lillard came available. Bradley Beal came available. Carl Anthony Towns became available. And we not only needed his contract to make the numbers work, he was a guy that they asked for. And it, that's where I fall in a trade scenario. I don't want to just salary dump Marcus Smart like some people do. I do not want to shop him and make a lateral move because he does have an elite skill. He didn't get a Defensive Player of the Year vote this year. Deservedly so. He didn't deserve a Defensive Player of the Year vote this year. I think under normal circumstances, he will have you know, gotten a few. And he might still be on the all-defense team. Like I think there's going to be... Uh, just listening to other writers talk, people with votes, they're going to put Marcus Smart on their all-defense team. So first team, second team, whatever it is, he's going to be on there. And so he still has a tremendous amount of value. That elite skill is not something you just give up. So whichever direction Brad Stevens goes is going to give us the answer. That one thing that a lot of Celtics fans have been fighting about how valuable is Marcus Smart? 
really, truly, honestly to this franchise? Brad Stevens will answer that question this year, this summer, by how he handles Marcus Smart. That's, that's going to be it. So someone's going to get proven right. Someone's going to get proven wrong. And we'll see. Between, I should actually say, I'll, I'll extend it, between this summer and next summer. Because they could push it off, not offer him in a deal, whatever, and then next summer we'll see what kind of contract they offer him if they don't give him an extension this summer. Um, my expectation is that second tier not trade him unless it's for a star and see what they can get on the market, see, see what the open market brings next summer and try to negotiate a deal then. Risky because he'd be an unrestricted free agent. There's no restricted free agency like the last time to, to kind of uh, to, to hold over his head and, and not hold over his head, but, you know, negotiating tactic. So that's my expectation. I don't think he gets traded. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he's in a rumored package that someone drops or speculates, but I think he's around for the season and they, they, they talk about it next summer. Whatever Brad Stevens does, though, it's going to be very telling. I wrote about Marcus Smart on Boston Sports Journal. Go check that out. If you're new to the podcast, if you're just checking this out, if you're watching on YouTube, different audiences, the YouTube and the, and the podcast, is there's some overlap, but I think the YouTube audience is very different from the podcast audience. Uh, this is the number one Boston Celtics podcast in the world. So if you are a podcast listener, go subscribe to Locked On Celtics. Uh, it's, it's at the top of the charts on iTunes when it comes to Boston Celtics podcasts. Uh, but if you are a regular listener and you want to maybe watch the show or you're looking for a way to consume it at work and you can't plug in your phone and all that stuff, you can pop on the YouTube channel, subscribe there and listen to it in, you know, one of those background, uh, browser tabs. You know, I won't tell anybody. It's a great great way to to sneakily listen to the show. So however you want to do it, subscribe to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the podcast, really helps, and share the podcast. Tell your friends that they should be listening to the Lockdown Celtics podcast here on the Lockdown Podcast Network.